Broadcasting live from Hartford, Connecticut, it's the Hartford Yacht Goats Radio Show. Featuring smooth music and conversation that you are sure to love. Joining me today in the studio is DJ Eric. Say hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. And also is DJ Cass. Say hi, Cass. Eric, you took my line. I was going to say hi, Cass. <laughs> well, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Great minds. So, sorry we missed that. All right. Some new background music to share. Oof. I can't exactly tell you what it is, but it's sensual. This oh. should have been the Valentine's Day show yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah, so how's everybody doing? Just loving this short winter. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, nice warm weather's bringing about the viruses. And yeah. Everybody's <laughs> sick. Uh, so what else is going on with you guys? Anything interesting? Or just same old shit? Well, you got engaged. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. That's I big can't deal. keep up with that. I didn't get engaged, nor divorced. So uh, go ahead, Cass. Yeah, 40 years young, finally. Finally gotten... Finally, uh... Convince someone to Sean. Sean, who accompanied us to uh, Miami. Well, he is our photographer. He's, a, he's also my. I said he was my stunt double. Your stunt my, double, photographer, and our webmaster. And webmaster. Our, yeah, we need to. We need to get on the horse and get that web page. Yep. Uh, announced and up and running. That's a good point. Good point. Uh, anything going on with you, Eric? No, nothing. Just right. working. Working to pay the man. Hard. I went and saw Richard Marks on Sunday. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was, was really it good. all acoustic? Or? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know when you see those uh, solo shows and they can be really boring, yeah. except for like randomly when, when they're actually really good? His was really good. Like, you know, he came out, did a couple songs acoustic, and then managed to like uh, mix it up enough where he would, you know, be talking like like literally taking requests people were yelling stuff out oh, had, wow. the, had the crowd really into it and then uh did stuff where he had sort of multimedia like his all of his sons playing and did this other thing so he had the, he he basically kind of kept he you know he didn't the, those 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 types of shows can get boring after a few songs if it's just the same 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 mm-hmm. but he did a good job and uh was, was it like how, storytelling a team not too or? i mean yeah it was it wasn't really like storytelling it was just really loose and yeah. uh you know, he just did a really nice job, and the people, the crowd was really into it. And at, at the end, he, um, he before he did Right Here Waiting as, like, the final song, nice. he was at the piano and started playing all these different covers. So he did, like, he start, He actually started playing that and then and then went into, uh, what is it, uh, Hall & Oates, Kisses on My List. Oh, wow. So he's doing, like, a little tease. And then he did what Bobby Caldwell, What You Won't oh. Do For Love. Oh. So I was like, hey, oh, wow. actually, I got a little video of that, too. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it was cool, you know. And, and, like, I look at Richard Marks, like, he kind of came on the music scene at the end of the Yacht Rock era. But, like, he kind of was a little bit like a like the person to replace Richard Page for a brief moment there. Yeah. You know, he was, like, yeah. on Lionel Richie's albums, David Foster's albums, Kenny that Kenny Rogers album did some... George Benson, he was on Christopher Cross's third album. Oh, my favorite. So, like, you know, he kind of <laughs> was doing the background vocally and even some songwriting before he got into, like, you know, his main stuff of his solo things. But uh, What was the crowd like? The crowd was packed. so into it, yeah. yeah. A lot of ladies who were horny. 
<laughs> or they were after. Well, yeah. the guy oh, is, when I saw Air Supply, he? he's got a, what, 54? There was a lot of horny ladies. He is fifty-six. 56. I believe. Okay. Yeah, I Air 54. Supply is like Chippendales for yeah, the over man, fifty crowd. Some eighty-year-old. They go into the crowd, <laughs> and uh, they're, they're 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 singing. Here I am. The oh. And there was like Candy an eighty-year-old woman behind me, and she says, she goes to me. If he comes near me, I'm going to knock you over. And if I get my <laughs> arms on him, I'm not letting go. I was like, wow. Okay. We were in Worcester, Mass. That's maybe that, that's part of what was going on there. Did All I right. tell you how we, we gave money to Richard? Or we, R- Richard Marks did a fundraiser mm-hmm. where he said he'll send a personal message to anybody if they give $100 to help with the Australian wildfire. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh. All right, and I was, that's a good cause. So we gave a hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, we're the Hartford Yacht Goats, and uh, okay. and and so, like, uh, later on that that evening, I got a message through Instagram because you you send him the receipt, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's like, hi, I you know I saw that you donated. Thank you so much. You know, it's such a good cause. I feel horrible about everything that's going on in Australia. He's like, I couldn't really tell who you were. I know you're in Hartford, <laughs> and Hartford's such a nice place. And I just want, and you know, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know if it was a business or what it was, uh, but I, thank you so much. So he was really nice, mm-hmm. but he didn't know what the fuck we were. I figured so he would with all the I, Twitter interaction. I, well, I, I don't think he really uh, cares uh, eh, about or has any. I don't. I think maybe. So I wrote back and I said, "Oh, thanks so much. You know, this is what we are." And like I just saw, like it, it was seen, <laughs> but like there was no response whatsoever. Um, so yeah, so that was uh, you and the, you and uh, the wife. Yeah, Thea and I went, and uh, not much else other going on that. I was thinking about. Uh, I've been get, getting a lot of more albums. I was debating if I the first Roger Vaduris album was called Roger Vaduris, but was also released in Germany and Japan as the Finger Painter, same album. <laughs> but I'm like, should I get both versions? Why uh, not? Well, yeah, it was like ten bucks. It's not end of the world. But yeah, that was the only other thing really going on. But uh, all right, so uh, the Finger Painter, mm. yeah, Whoa. it was produced by Michael Omar- O'Martin O'Martian. Sorry. Michael O'Martian, he produced Christopher Cross. Oh, hmm. your favorite. No. Christopher Cross is going to be in concert. He's in Ridgefield and up in New Hampshire, New York. I don't know. I'm going to figure out what... what now, what, what, what night of the week is that? Uh, there's some of our weeknights. The one in Connecticut's week. I know. Night. And I, re- I think we should the, we should really try to go. <sighs> Eric's not going. I'd have to be really hammered. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we could... Uh, we could he might change Podcast me if I see him live. live. You know, I, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, to Wednesday night in Ridgefield. Ugh. It's not too bad. It's an hour drive. Mm. Nice I've, town. I've been. I sure. was out there. Have you ever been to Ridgefield Playhouse? I sure, I have. Who did you see there? Oh, I can't remember now. I think it was Marsalis's <sighs> Branford and Winton. Got like a that's, billion years that ago. That's boring. I saw. I went there twice to see the musical box, the Canadian recreation of Peter Gabriel era Genesis. Ugh. <laughs> Whoa! And you said that the Marcellus like is so. Did you lose <laughs> <Wow>. a bet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had original props from the Land Lies Down on Broadway tour. Oh, good lord! <laughs> it was wow. a lot of cool dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool dudes up at the stage, looking at the guitar player's pedal board, being like, "That's that's an original Range Master." <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all right. Why don't you want to get to some uh, some music here, and that before we move on. 
think the uh, first song is a Nielsen Pearson song. Mm. Ooh. So uh, that's a little hint. So uh, we'll be back in a second. Have a couple songs for everybody, and then uh, we'll be right back. It's hard to stone 
Hey everybody, we're back. How's it going? So, uh, you guys listen to those songs? Did I? Did it? Did you? Hey. So we heard uh, Two Lonely Nights from Nielsen Pearson. That's from their 1980 album, Nielsen Pearson. And uh, that featured uh, Polina DaCosta, Neil Steubenhaus, of course, Mark Pearson, and Reed Nielsen. I, I, I learned that Mark Pearson plays in that folk band, the, the Brothers Four. I think they tour every once in a while. I've uh, never heard of them. They were like, you know, Kingston Trio type uh, thing. Yep. Uh, Charles Icarus Johnson, who we mentioned before. The He's on Twitter all the time. And then Peter Wolf. And I was like, oh, oh whoa, Peter Pe-. Wolf? But then I realized, it, and I looked him up, and it's, it's not that Peter Wolf. Oh. No. In fact, Peter Wolf is a classical composer from <laughs> Vienna, who, was, who I guess was on this album. At least that's what it says on Discogs. Uh, he was a classical composer, and I think he made his way into pop music, and he appeared on that song with Nielsen Pearson. And then after it, he went on to produce other acts, namely uh, Starship's Knee Deep in the Hoopla. Oh, boy. And so <laughs> there's, a, there's a little connection there to Built This City. I think he did some heart albums as well. Oh, God All bless right. him. Well, and then uh, after that was... Did he, I wonder if he got into any grunge after that, you know, the Seattle Maybe. area. <laughs> he had a Vienna lager. <laughs> uh, after that was uh, Stephen and Sterling with uh, Just One Step from, from their 1982 album One Magic Night that was produced by Tito Jackson had Nathan East uh, Mike Boddicker Jerry Hay Paul Jackson Jr. on guitar he plays on everything and Polina DaCosta who played on last uh, song he plays well. on everything Polina DaCosta has 1,730 <laughs> credits on Discogs oh, wow I think like if he had not gotten into percussion he, and like had become a mall Santa he could have literally <laughs> been every mall Santa <laughs> uh, and then after that uh, getting off track that was a song Come On by David Diggs from his 1983 album Real World and he's a smooth jazz dude uh, a lot of that album actually is really cool uh, packing music instrumental it might even be playing right now and uh, actually he, he had a 1989 album called Nothing But The Truth produced by Roger Redouris. Ah, your favorite that had Ed Green on drums Paul Jackson Jr. again on uh, guitar and the singer was Bob Carlyle who was a smooth Christian singer so uh, that was what we just listened to. Um, Dave, getting back to the first one, Nielsen Pearson. You said that none of that stuff is available on Spotify. Uh, only, uh, that, that to me is just, it's Only crazy. If You Should Sail. That's the only thing that's on Spotify. Okay. I don't know why, but whatever. It's like unheard of, you yeah. know? Oh. So um, let's see. We got a guest coming up. I just wanted to uh, introduce. Quincy the, Jones? The, nope. No. <laughs> Not no. yet. No, no. So if We're you saving think that, actually... <laughs> If you think back to our first gig, which was September 2018, oh. around that time, I got a message on Instagram, and uh, it was from a woman out in Michigan. She said, hey, I've been going to like tag sales and flea markets, and I have some cassettes. I love what you guys are doing. I can mail, mail it to you. So we started talking, and uh, and her name is Sue, and she uh, I found out she has her own makes her own cheese and has a cheese of the month club oh, and i yeah, joined her. that yeah yeah didn't you 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 got a package from i her did yeah cheeses, yeah right? yeah so yeah. i joined the cheese of the month club she sent me some tapes and then uh she actually uh her and her friend of hers started djing in the area 
smooth music soft rock using cassettes as well. So I think they're the only other smooth music <laughs> I can't wait to cassette talk about DJ that I know of in, in the world slash may, well, maybe definitely country. But it's a small little so, fraternity uh, we're part of. You, you know, it's interesting as well. That, Secret uh, society, really. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know what? Illuminati. I, I, Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, it's very perfect. The Illuminati. <laughs> Someone could steal that. The Illuminati. That would have been. That would have been a good name for if, if we had thought of that way back. If we had a time machine, and we could yeah. just be creepy and be like a cult. <laughs> Maybe if we joined forces with her for the for Illuminati. A gig. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I like that. I'll take off my coat here. Um, yeah, you know it's interesting actually from our first episode. The first song we ever played on this thing was uh, A Feeling For You by Roger Viduris. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what uh, I think I mentioned as well is that the co-writer of that song was Rick Chudikoff. And Rick Chudikoff has a nickname, Rick Cheese Chudikoff. Oh. So that's like, <laughs> hey, it, it makes sense we're bringing on uh, our friend Sue mm-hmm. who makes cheese. You know, just to bring Roger Viduris into the conversation. <laughs> All right, well, we'll take a little uh, cut here, and when we come back, we'll have uh, Sue from, and she's with three times a lady DJs, and as I said, cassette DJs. I don't think she's on Twitter. She's Uh, she's on uh, on Instagram. She's on Instagram for sure. She's our first non Twitter guest, so we're breaking the mold there as well. All right, we'll be right back. All right, hey, we're back, and uh, on the phone, it's Sue from Michigan, uh, our, our our sister out there in in cassette tape DJing. Welcome, welcome yeah. to the show. Welcome Thank to the show, Sue. Hi, Harvard. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you on here. Um, so I think when we had, you know when we first uh, came in contact with you, you were nice enough to send us some cassettes. And then, uh, you know, I saw that you all started doing some DJing out in Michigan. Uh, One of the things I was super jealous of was that you actually got to DJ in a yurt. Oh, wow. A couple of times. We sure do. Yeah. What's that like? What's it like being in a yurt and playing cassettes? (laughs) (laughs) So there's a a bar um, sort of venue in Traverse City called the Little Fleet. Mm -hmm. And out in there, it's a great great place to go but out in there sort of on their campus on right out in front of the venue they put up this little yurt in the winter time and it's really little it's a cute warm little yurt and they have they set up we set up our tables in there and if you're at the bar you can just anybody can go in there it's just kind of an extra hangout area um the one thing that I, i love about playing in there it's cozy and cute and it's a yurt but also it's got really bad soundproofing so if you're outside just walking by you can fully hear the music so we just we can just play our tunes and the whole area is hearing it um and on that note they have like a super super strict hard stop at 10 p.m because of noise ordinance because it's so not soundproofed but it's so great if you go in to use the bathroom and you walk back out the whole block you can hear what we're playing so that's really fun cool you got any questions there, Cass? Oh gosh. Um, or Eric? <laughs> well, hey, how did how did your? I'm so curious to know how your gig went. You played in Miami, didn't you? 
We did. Yeah, yeah. it was really How fun. How did that go? That looked like a dream. It was. It, it was awesome. It was, yeah, it was. It was fun. I Especially mean, come on, you. Well, you know the weather. Yeah, <laughs> you, cold weather. You're colder than we are, but yeah, to be my in Miami yeah. that in time December. Of year, oh, yeah, it was so fun. It, it was really cool. It was it, so basically like you know we get we we meet up in the morning. It's cold. We get to the airport, having drinks in the airport, flying down, landing in Fort Lauderdale. It was like a, it was just sort of like very surreal. And then we were we stayed in a place between Fort Lauderdale and Miami, uh, Hollywood, California, and there was like no, a or Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah. geez, Hollywood, <laughs> Florida. And, uh, and well, then, Dave clearly had more drinks than yeah. us at the airport uh, bar. Uh, and so the, you know, and that was a really really cool spot. And um, got to hang out, go to the beach, and then on Sunday went into Little Havana and met up with Juan Love and the rest of Yacht Rock Miami. <laughs> Those guys were great. Oh, my and God. And they, they put on a show, I think, once a month at uh, at a bar in Little bar Havana. Bar Nancy. Bar Nancy. So it was basically like they, they have their whole show, which is like multimedia, and they broadcast it on the Internet. And oh then uh, we had set it up where instead of bringing our tape decks down, we um we we made like a basically a, a mixtape and then he and then he had a tape deck down there. I actually sent him some cleaner for it. So we we basically played our mixtape side A, then they did their stuff, then we did side B. So we sort of cheat we we cheated as DJs, but it, it ended up being good. And so we we had a great time That's down okay. there. And I mean it was that sounds so fun. They must have a crowd. They must have like if they have a night, they must have people that come out to hear them. Well, it's you know it's on a Sunday, so it's a little. And one of the things too is like they're they're trying to do do it uh, in the little Havana area. So sometimes they get out of that area and and like and go to I know they go to other breweries and they and they have real nice mm-hmm. crowds. But they're like you know they grew up there at that in that area, so I know they're trying to sort of bring the yacht rock feel to Little Havana. So it's like, um, you know, they, they, they had a couple of people who were really into it. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're just working every month, every week, trying to get more people uh, here, in, you know, in like the, basically, I, I think, like, for the most part, the Cuban population into yacht rock mm-hmm. down there in wow. Florida. Wow. We have such a different challenge. Um, my friend Summer, who's the other part of Three Times a Lady, um, I don't think people up here quite know what to make of us mm-hmm. like they <laughs> they don't even i don't think they've ever heard that when we when i when we tell them what we do or you know whatever we'll we say yacht rock last because they won't even know what we're talking about and yeah. we, we kind of don't give a shit like we'll we'll just play we love and we do part of the fun that summer and i have my friend that i do it with we don't know what we we have are we actually do you guys pre-cue your tapes up yeah we do mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then we sometimes we tomorrow. sometimes change it during the set, but yeah, we we pre-cue. <laughs> so do we. Yeah. yeah, we'll call an so audible. Dave will call an audible or or cast or something. We'll come up and just you know, you know, we switch a channel over with headphones on and, and cue it up to whatever we need. So yep, I don't know. That's is exactly that, how we is do. It. You guys some do tapes it? have three or four or five songs you want on. Right? Yeah, so you yeah, kind of exactly. have to. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we would we would sort of have a rough set list put together. Sometimes we would be way more strict about it and got into like really yeah. really mm-hmm. technical stuff like beat what per minute beats per minute what song the key is in yeah uh you know who's doing what section and then sometimes it was like a lot it was there were times we did it way too loose where well where, usually at like the bowling alley we would just kind of be like all right this is kind of just yeah, for us yeah, you know right just yep play whatever yep. you want but um yes. we do we do a different thing we 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 queue up our tapes and we always have we meet before we have a show and you know, talk about it a little bit, but part of the fun that Summer and I have is 
I don't know what she's going to put on next, and she doesn't know what I'm going to put on next. Oh, so, so do you oh. each pick your own Mystery songs? Yeah, and oh, that makes wow. it so fun just for us. And I yeah. think it's part of people up here anyway, I think, like to come see us because we're having so much fun just with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'd say a full 50%, like, I don't care what people think about it because we like it so yeah, much. and that's contagious. And it, we think it sounds so good, and it's so funny. And Summer sometimes has a little bit of a take on it than I do. She loves to make or, or wants people to dance a lot. Right. And I don't really care if people are dancing. I'll dance to anything, and I don't really care if they dance or not, but <laughs> she really wants them to dance. So she'll put on tracks that, like, really, as the night goes on, she really wants people to stand the dance floor. And I, I'll, I like, like, I'm probably definitely playing slower stuff than she is. Hmm. Um, but it's so fun. Like, I'm not, it's not, I'm not super fussy about it. So, so were you... She, were you guys ever in bands, or how do you how did you know so how to set all this equipment? We both. Um, I used to be. Um, uh, we both play music. We both can read music and like played music as kids. And I was in a band for five minutes in high school, but not really a legit band. Um, but I was in the music industry for a long time. So I have a whole section of my younger years when I worked at recording studios and in the music business and some record labels. And I worked in the UK and like oh, cool. we're both like mega mega music fans um but summer uh oh what's that stoner song one toke over the line sweet jesus one toke over the line you know that song sure she always plays that song and i hate that song but she loves to play it play it i don't care you know like put it on um yeah, I was going to ask what kind of what kind of songs like are, are there some songs you guys play where you're like, oh, that one always kills, like that gets people dancing, yeah. or you just like, are there any fa- are there any real favorites that stand out from what? I from would it? say crowd pleasers are kind of the obvious, like Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. People love Steely Dan. Um, How's Bill Bounty but... taken up there in Saginaw, <laughs> Michigan? Is that... I don't even they play Bill <laughs> I don't have any Bill. Oh my god, I gotta send you some. <laughs> I know. And tell me, where do you guys, um, do you play, you just play cassettes, so you don't play vinyl at your shows, right? Yeah, we just play cassettes, but we do uh, get vinyl and then double them onto blank tapes. Right, right. So we do that. I, we, and we are, one great thing I will say about Traverse City and surrounding areas, we have the, the best thrift shopping. Um, I love thrift shopping, and it is like a gold mine up here. But the cassettes, like, we've kind of got them all. And then a couple of thrift shops, don't eat, some thrift shops, you probably find the same thing. They don't carry cassettes anymore. They, mm-hmm. they chuck them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is such a bummer. So when or we it's find, just a you know, whole another, different like, genre, gas too. Gas stations have cassettes, too. What did you say? Or sometimes you'll go in, and it's I, I see a lot of hip-hop and a lot of metal cassettes. Huh. We have yeah. country, country and yeah. Christian. Oh, wow. Country and huh. Christian. Big time. That's like... Yeah, I've get I've I've had some some friends that give me cassettes and a lot of it is is uh, classical. <laughs> I don't know why. It's always classical. Yeah. they yeah, love I the classic classical or... cassettes. You know? One of my favorite things to look for um, is uh, old school, like seventies actual commercially made mix CDs. Oh yeah, like I have oh. a three set, and they're called like Sweet Love, and they'll just be <laughs> yeah. mix cassettes. I've got. I'd, I'd say a good half a dozen of those type of cassettes, and they're just full of like soft rock and yacht rock, just start to finish. Hmm. I mean, a bunch of shit. I don't even know what it is, but those are always worth a look. Like when you're really scouring for cassettes, you look for those weird ass mixtapes that are just, like soft love <laughs> or whatever. There's always called. gems on those. So, so when, <laughs> when you were in the music industry, what 
what year was it? Was it uh, 80, so this 70s? Was, uh, it, was, it was 85 to 95. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever cr- come across any yacht rockers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I did, as a matter of fact. Um, <sighs> I worked at the long out-of-business but pretty famous record plant recording studio oh, yeah. in New York City in the 80s. And what was happening a lot there were session musicians. Mm-hmm. And a, what studios recorded a lot of during the day, um, I don't know how it is now, I've been out of it for a long time, but were jingles. Oh. Like tons mm. commercials. And tons, yeah. and tons. I remember, um, who's the bass player from Letterman? Will, Will Lee. Um, Lee. Yeah, Will Lee. He's, he, he's a New He York was guy. Will Lee at Letterman at night, but all day long he played bass on jingles. Oh, sure. Like, the hundreds of them. So there was like, and all those musicians that, that all the yacht rock guys always talk about, a lot of them would be playing on mm-hmm. jingles. The yacht Just York, like, that, that would be like the yacht York dudes that they called it. Big time, for yeah. real, yeah. Probably some um, Michael so, Frank yeah. studio dudes, I bet. <laughs> um, it was a long time ago, but um, and I was a kid then. I I didn't even I was so young and naive, and you know, um, I don't. And I was trying to remember just because I knew I'd be talking to you guys. I think I heard. I think I heard of you because Beyond Yacht Rock mentioned you, and we—they've both played our oh, right. Yacht and Yacht several times. Yep. Um, and I don't even, uh, truthfully, I don't remember how I even heard about that podcast. I really can't remember how I even found out about it. Hmm. Cass, I told David I was happy you were going to be online because I, I, I feel like women in DJing. Period but particularly in this tiny, tiny genre, <laughs> yeah. are pr- almost non- non-existent. I agree, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, even when we play out, like we don't let anybody wants to look at our cassettes and we don't let anybody touch the cassettes. Oh, I like, love just that. Don't, just don't pick them up. Because they don't, especially where I am, they kind of don't get it. No, A bunch of no. them don't. And we always say like they get it and they like it or they just don't understand what we're even doing. We have like a... We definitely do have people who get it. A lot of the DJs, for sure. Oh yeah, the DJs. We did a, uh, we did a radio station Christmas party, and a lot of these guys. I mean, they were they were doing this working with cassettes, so they were really into it. They wanted to come back oh, and check out the the setup and whatnot. And we definitely yeah. do have people that get it, but the people who don't get it just <laughs> really <laughs> don't get it. They yeah. really don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of the I mean, fun the of it. Fleet. The place we play that has the year they've we're playing there Saturday night actually, um, but you know they, they we've upgraded they we're playing inside the venue this time that out oh, oh nice we're gonna be inside because <laughs> <laughs> they like what we do like they we always dress a little bit weird and and um, and like I said Summer and I are just in our own bubble playing these tapes back and forth back and do you forth do back like back. a do you do like a nautical dress sort of thing I'm I'm curious um, when you say you dress weird. I, I do, um, I, we, we do, I don't even know how to describe us, even our name, like that song Three Times a Lady is not a Yacht Rock song, but it's such a funny name. It's a great name. DJs. It's such a funny name to me. <laughs> um, but we, I think we finish our set with that song. That's but cool. we oh, kind of cool. sometimes try to sexy it up, like not sexy us, like we wear like, I wear almost all vintage clothing and stuff, but we'll, we'll try to like slow dance like seven yeah like some baby making music yeah. we try to play that <laughs> i think we do the same thing we, yeah. I, we 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 end a lot of our ones with uh, for the lovers 
What would we do? Uh, Arthur's theme from yep. Christopher Cross. Yep. Not my favorite. I love that song. I so do much. too. <laughs> you, lo- you love that song. Your wife always comes and dance with you, Eric. I know. He acts you're, like you're, you poo poo Christopher Cross. So- Christopher <laughs> Cross has gotten you lucky a lot. Okay. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? One I love. I love when we play. Uh, we're all alone by Boz Skaggs. Yeah, that that, bo- that ballad. Yeah. We'll, we'll end the night with. Oh, that. that's like that's people always, like are like practically crying and hugging that's each right. other. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> that's a good one. I have a super weird version of the Arthur's theme. It was a. I have a cassette. That's a. It's a cassette of like the eighties. God, is it like the eighty-two Grammys? Huh. Oh. And it's a live version of Arthur's theme oh, from wow. the Grammys. Oh. On cassette. And cassette, I've Ooh. got it. I send it to you. It's so weird. It's good, but it's kind of crappy because it's live. But it was yeah. a cassette of the Grammys, and oh, it's a whole. Cool. That's the whole cassette. And it's got other weird stuff on it. So the that was item. on there, and I'm, so it, there's people clapping and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of tape, tape decks do you use? Do you use two tape decks and a mixer we or a crossfader? Use, or? We sure do. We have two tape decks and a mixer, and but our tape decks are. So so crappy. Uh, One of them actually died yeah. at our last gig. And the thing is, at Little Fleet, where we play, um, they've got a big, legit mixing um, mixer, like a really good mm-hmm. one. So we usually just hook up to theirs because that hooks them to their PA, which is their big speakers. They have like a club size system, and our little crappy um, stuff, we'll just use their stuff, and it's fine. I think we, we, uh, we started off with sort of low-end tape decks and then as soon as we started kind of playing out more uh like i remember i think i remember one day like took, taking a deep breath being like all right i'm gonna go on a cassette deck message board and start like diving into that <laughs> that, that into is that, that. Is, dave you you deserve a medal and for uh <laughs> I, I didn't know anything but then I, then I started learning about like what are the the really like high high-end brands and then looking on ebay to find them but uh one of the other things that we also did is that because or, so we're, because we're the yacht goats there as i said there's the minor league baseball team here the yard goats and yeah. i have a season tickets to them and those those tickets are kind of uh sought after on the weekends so yeah. i was a like I, I the tickets are like 12 bucks a piece <laughs> but through ticket, StubHub, a ticket broker too yeah, anybody that wants tickets through uh, StubHub, he's a scalper. <laughs> i was able to sell them for like on like special weekends for like 50 dollars a piece so i was making like over a course of a weekend, like you know, a hundred twenty whatever bucks, yeah. And then I, I, and that was all like in my PayPal account, so I then could go on eBay and like be like, all right, I don't mind paying, you know, two hundred, two hundred fifty, because I basically just got this. I made this profit from the yard goats to to basically get the tape decks for the yacht goats. <laughs> <laughs> the yard goats fund the yacht goats. <laughs> yeah. And then we and then we found out that the uh, like the number one repair place for these tape decks in the world is like twenty minutes away from us, on like wow. on, the, on the Berlin Turnpike. And uh, we I went in there and it's like this it's kismet as they yeah, would say. And uh, <laughs> they're but they're super expensive. I was thinking about going in there and trying to get the owner to come on one episode. Oh my god, that would be and fantastic. talk about tape decks. Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you might do it. Oh, can we go in there? We can do a remote. Yeah. A remote. A remote oh, yeah. A remote. Totally do a remote. <laughs> we should. That's a great idea. That's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> I still love, I love the hunt. I love looking for tapes. Oh, it's and so fun. And you know, fun. I've been to the same, we have a lot of thrift shops in Traverse City, and I see the same ones over and over. And you know what I want to do? You actually inspired me because I listened to that episode where you were just buying, you bought a, just a bunch of blind vinyl, just like yes. 
taking a risk. There's so many cassettes at those at those shops that, and they're, what am I waiting for? They're like a quarter, you know? <laughs> yeah. exactly. and, and like, there's this one, and I, I should buy it. I'm just so tempted. It's this dude, and he's listening to a seashell. He's like a seashell up to his ear, and I'm like, why haven't I bought oh that yet? And every time I go back, it's there. And because I'm like, but what if it sucks? I'm like, but it's a quarter, it's so what? Religious. You know? How could it suck? <laughs> oh, I, I got a question. How could it suck? So that's have, his have, cover. Have, that's his cover picture. These guys listening to a seashell. Uh, have you had know. to invest in felt pads, replacement felt pads for the t- tapes yet? No, we we have. Have you ever had luck if you have like a, a an ornery tape putting it in the freezer? Uh, yeah, I, I have done that. But uh, yeah. on, on eBay, you can get like twenty five uh, felt pad replacements because they always fall off on mine for like four really? bucks. So I, I'll like do the thing where I'll, I'll oh this tape here the the felt pad came out. So let me get my tweezers out, put the new one in there. It's I think we've nice. taken really? some video and yeah. posted it yes. of you doing this. Yes, Be- it's, it's hot. You don't, you, you wouldn't notice it on a tape <laughs> if it's longer into the tape, but at the start of each side, if that felt pad isn't there, it's it will like you'll start playing and it'll be like, and it sounds all Oh, wow, we've had wow. that happen. So we, that might be a felt pad. Then, yeah. So you could always... Or when they go, wow. Yeah. That, wow. Like they... They sound muffled, but it's you can. T- I feel like we're playing them, and they haven't been played for thirty years. Well, a lot of times that, that you can check the felt pad underneath, you know, the the, the tape, but you, the pressure pad, and if it's not there, because they always fall out, that might be what's causing it. That might be. I'll take a look because I haven't looked. Yeah, I, and <laughs> and it's definitely worth, you know, the the four buck investment on eBay. Yeah. For sure. Oh, you use that in a household tweezer and you're in, you're in business. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah. yeah. And in between, I usually pluck my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I love about the whole thing with cassettes? It's the thing that I'm sure like confounds people that, that walk in and go, what what are you idiots doing? I love how, um, how I love how old school it is. I love hunting for the cassette putting it on the deck we have to rewind it by you know it's so loud when we're playing the bar is loud and we have to like put the headphones on and not like kind of go into your own little place and and rewind Mm -hmm. and pay attention so you can cue it up and i like all that work i i because now with everything's digital Mm -hmm. and you can just have anything you want at the click of a stupid button on your phone and Mm -hmm. i like the whole old-fashioned luddite way of 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 rewinding the tape and finding the track and then making summer laugh because i put some like you know weird song on and just crack her up we, we have a really good one i forgot it's her cassette it's dr hook oh sure sexy it's ass. A, it, or spend the night together or it's spending um, the night sharing the night sharing together. the night oh, together yeah that's a great song i love that song so much yeah um but just put yeah and then hearing what she's going to do next and now put on whatever like back and forth and back and forth i'm always afraid we're never going to fill up that time and we can always i always find we could go way longer if we Mm. had to the greatest thing about cassettes too is and not digital is that you can only play what you bring so when some chooch at the bar wants to hear some other song you don't want to play this is all i have (laughs) this is all i got man (laughs) i do notice that uh people come up to eric and i less with the request where it was with Cass especially <laughs> yeah. if, if it's later in the night and people have been drinking some dudes will come up and be like hey, why don't you play this <laughs> and they and uh, but uh, yeah it, it, 
It's like always, when we had the guy yeah. asking for Lita Ford. Yeah, Dave, are you saying we're unapproachable at a gig? We try, we try our best. <laughs> we try our best. Maybe it's our Boz Skaggs look that we go yeah. for, you know? We don't do the fun nautical thing anymore. Yeah, it, it, it just we've grown of, up. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you guys play this song? We had some song? guys, too. Um, we played a bar over the summer, like an outdoor bar. It was pretty fun. There was nobody out there, but we were we were we we had the whole our whole setup on the bar. It was really fun. And same thing, these guys came up and they were just, I think they just thought, hey, ooh, retro music. And they were just bringing up every stupid retro band they could mm-hmm. think of. And I was like, oh my God, get out of here. You don't you don't even understand what we're doing. Yep. But same, they were trying to relate or flirt with us or whatever. But I think the, no uh, the point is, it's just guys... Get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, see, you, you want you can't be rude, but I, yeah. I don't know. I, again, I don't really care if they come in and don't get it or not. I mean, the Little Fleet keeps booking us, and now, like I said, we're playing in the big room, which we're really jazzed about on Saturday. Nice. Summer found a, a dress at the thrift shop that's got cassettes all over. Ooh, I have one like that I know. too. It, one it, too. it sounds. You have one of those too. Yeah, I do. Does this dress have pockets? I, I haven't seen it yet. She just told oh, me about it. Oh, you're going to have to send me a picture. I will. It's little. The print is kind of little. Oh, okay. Like mm. little. It's, it's not big because it's, it's, it's a, I think it's an old, old dress. Oh, cool. Right? Huh. So oh, I got a question for you. So now you're not on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? I'm not. I'm, you know, so <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. I'm, I've never, I'm not on Facebook. I'm one of the like last Facebook. people in the world. Probably My company it. has a little page, but personally, there's no. I'm not personally on Facebook, and I never uh, have to. So you're on Instagram as three times a lady, which is yep. which is a good follow on Instagram. But then, of course, yeah. your uh, boss mouse is it boss mouse cheese as well. It's boss mouse cheese. Yeah, that's my. I'm a. For your listeners, I'm a cheesemaker um, by day. I'm an yeah. artisanal cheesemaker, so that's my that's my way bigger presence. And like you know, with you know. Yeah, I joined your Cheese of the Month Club, and it was it was uh, terrific. Thank you. Yeah, we have a great cheese club, and um, it's my kind of downtime right now. In summer, oh. um, who, who's my co-DJ, she and her sister are herbalists, and they have a um, like an herbal tea and body products company called Bare Earth Herbals. And hmm. so they they live near me out here in the country, and they run their own herb company. Oh, my God. So they awesome. do that by day, too. Tape DJ, cheese... Herbalist. This sounds like everything I love, basically. (laughs) Summer always says, sometimes, like, we love, like, I'm a pretty artistic, you know, uh, ex-New Yorker, and I live way out here in the country at my farm and make cheese, and Summer is the same, like, downstater. They used to live in Colorado, and now they do herbs up here in the country. Hmm. And we feel like Summer really strongly believes that when you live in a place like we do up here, and Traverse City is a pretty progressive town for Michigan, you know, for northern Michigan. Um, we have the film. Fe- we have a film festival, and a Pride Week, and like we have an airport and mm-hmm. a symphony, and like we're pretty. You know, we're trying really hard. Um, but she thinks it's really, really vital for people that do different things, like whether you're hmm. a cassette DJ or you're a whatever cheesemaker, herbalist, to, to to like fly that flag strong. Oh, yeah. Sure, it's sure. It's really important to like really keep on keeping on and doing your thing, even if you live in a rural place and people think yeah. you're a big weirdo. Eric had to step out of the room. He had to cough, I think. Yeah, we were making fun of By him. By the way, Eric's a vegan, so I think that's like, I figure you guys are natural <laughs> enemies being a cheesemaker. No, oh no, Eric, I'm, um, in fact, my birthday is next month, and it's my 30th vegetarian anniversary oh. year. Oh, wow. I've been a vegetarian for 30 years, so I'm super proud. No, I, I have a vegan heart, actually. Oh, nice. I, I 
what I do bumps squarely into my vegan. <laughs> have you had um, Have you had vegan cheese? I, 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 I sure have. Yeah, it's getting a lot better. It used to be pretty bad, but there's some pretty good things. We like have that. a We have a vegan restaurant right where we live, and they have a cheese plate. And I remember when I first had it, I was really skeptical. I'm like, this is pretty good, really? but I figure you're you're like yeah. an expert, so I just wanted to. Yeah, no, they're that. they're getting way way better at it, and there's whole vegan cheese shops now. And hmm. um, as a vegetarian for a long time, and I love vegan food. Like I I think when I probably quit cheese making someday. Um, I'll probably pretty go much vegan. go vegan too. Yeah. Well, Eric was like, while you were talking, he, he, he before we started the vegan, he started coughing and he didn't know what to do because he didn't want to cough in the mic. So he's not even in the room oh, right now. So oh, he, no. He, so he's he, missing all he, his Eric, I hope you discussion. don't resent my career as a, as a cheesemate. No, he, he resents everything, but I don't think he resents <laughs> Especially Christopher Cross. Yeah. Uh, he, he, that's dumb. He's, he, he's just being difficult. Oh, here he comes. He's coming in with three with beers. A couple beers. All right. Well, Sorry. let's see. We're not uh, mad at him anymore. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't. I had a cough. He had a cough. Thank well, you, thanks. Th- I'm sure the listeners appreciate you not coughing into the mic. Thanks for the beer. So, Sue, um, I think we're gonna we're we're, we're closing in on, on our time here on the interview. But uh, yet again, you know, we just can't thank you enough for calling in, and uh, you know, you, we consider you, you know, our sister out there in, in the world of smooth music cassette tape DJing. DJing. That's how I feel too. I'm so inspired by you guys, and um, I'm. I love that I sh- that I'm talking on the phone. I actually share this thing with other people in the world. Like <laughs> we're like out in the middle of nowhere, but I, I'm. I, you're my good friends over there because yeah. I'm. I just love sharing this with you guys. There are times oh. when I see you guys announce a show, and I'm like just kind of sitting around, and I'll grab my phone and I'll go into like uh, map the map thing, and I'll like type in Traverse City. And like driving directions, I'm like, how long would that be? And I'm like, yeah. three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, well, that, I'm sure that's a short. I would love if you guys wouldn't it be great to do another road trip? Like you played oh, yeah. Florida, and then you play the middle of oh, nowhere. We definitely Michigan. talk about that. I would, I would love to. Now, when's the best time to go yeah. out? So the there. best time um, this summer. So that stupid kid rock song where he goes summertime in northern <laughs> michigan you know that line yeah that line is a real thing okay. it is so beautiful up here in the summertime we have lilac festival up here huh. and our chair we have a cherry festival in july and um it's the grand traverse bay area so there's we're on the shores of lake michigan huh. and the grand traverse bay and it's just a we have the northern lights up here and it's a really wow, really cool northern lights. let's that, go wow. that's wine it, guys. country and i live in a gigantic farmhouse so you guys can all come and stay do you make do you make vegan cheese because i'm vegan you missed the whole thing oh you i'm cough. sorry yeah you have to listen to that <laughs> oh i missed it <laughs> yeah you'll have to that's listen. what i know cough. eric we talked all about that I'm I'm your vegetarian. I'm a longtime vegetarian, so you shouldn't be too. Don't be too mad. At me. <laughs> when you were out of the room, I brought up that sensitive topic. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't wait to listen. We were, to go- that. We were gossiping about you. We were, yeah, your ears were burning. <laughs> your ears should have been burning. Yeah. Hey, you guys, have a great night. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks again so much for calling in. We'll, we'll have to do this again. And, and uh, I know we had talked to going out to Milwaukee too to see yep. our friend the Hot Shot. Oh, so you know what you tour. can do? A whole tour. You know how you can get from there to here? So there's a there's a ferry that goes from um, Ludington, Michigan, over to it's called the Badger. And it's an old. It's a beautiful ride. It's like a two or three hour ride across Lake Michigan. It's really. Oh, calm. you are selling this. Do they have a fast yeah, ferry? Because I don't like so that. You don't got to drive around. You can just drive. You can just go down, yeah. and that's about an hour from my farm. Cool. And then you just get on the boat, and you're across the way, and you're right there. Let's do it. I love it when a plan it's comes together. It's a car together. ferry. You can yeah. put your car on it. Yeah. I'll hug Let, some cows, that's man. That's the plan, you guys. 
Nice. If you guys come up here, we'll get a gig to play oh, all together. For sure. to do a cool It'll be gig a for sure. cassette tape DJing Mecca. Can you imagine? We'll <laughs> take that over four that cassette decks. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> be so fun. Hey, you guys, thanks again. It was great chatting with you. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks, Sue. Okay, thank see you. Bye. 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 Hey, we're back from that nice interview. What did you think about that, guys? Oh, it was great. That was nice. I can't believe we're, we don't have, you know, we're not exclusively the only cassette DJs in America, you know? It's nice to have a little club. Yeah, it's a great club. That's great. I didn't think anybody was into cassettes. It's cool to find somebody else that is. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, uh, thanks everybody for uh, listening to this episode. I think uh, just a few housekeeping things. I know we, we can announce our first gig actual gig that yeah. we have booked we're going to be at uh we, we have mentioned the the vegan place that's flora we're going to be there on earth day so i think there's only a couple of local listeners who even care but earth day flora yacht goats will be there and uh by the time this episode airs it will be too late to vote but we are in the running for the best of hartford best dj there's like i think at least like 30 other djs who are on that thing and uh and very undeserving it's <laughs> you know it, it is what it is but any and by the time you're hearing this it's too, it'll be too late to vote for us uh if we win it we win it if we don't i mean if we win it it just means all the, a lot a bunch of other djs will be like pissed off and angry with us uh but, like last year yeah there was just one i think or one or two who got a little miffed and don't hate the player hurt their feelings hate the game. Um, hate the game. um but to end this episode we're gonna do a song by the band Heat and it's a song called Don't You Walk Away from 1980 from their album Heat and that band was uh, led by Tom Savino with his sax and he played on a lot of stuff he played with uh, David Diggs who we played earlier played with Melissa Manchester Dane Donahue Paul Anka Brenda Russell and Peter Chris. <laughs> on, on, okay. on that solo album the peter chris solo album? Uh, some of his solo, yeah one of his solo oh, albums um oh. i think the vocals is i think by joe pizzullo who did vocals on that sergio mendez alibi song wow. yeah. so uh anything else you guys want to say before we sign off no Eric, do you have any uh, coughing you'd like to <laughs> no, do? I don't, it came out of nowhere it, okay. it's just I don't, I don't know where it came from <gasps> You got nervous. I did. Sorry. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Stay.
So oh. 